This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, L-L-C. Today is Tuesday, August 9th, 2022, and I am back with my friend and co-host, David the Artist, as he also is the third friend to have seen Top Gun 2 Maverick, the new summer of 2022 blockbuster starring Tom Cruise and produced by Jerry Bruckheimer by the same director of Oblivion, who if you liked Oblivion from 2013, it's the same director directing him back. And I'm curious now to hear this third friend's thoughts and opinions about Top Gun, Top Gun 2 Maverick after first hearing it by Avi and then Ilya. So, uh, one more thing before we start, um, you can catch videos of me and videos of me and David the Artist in the February in the February 2022 section on my Rumble video page. We did a few videos together back in February, and the last podcast we did together was um, Spider-Man No Way Home. So catch out Spider-Man no Way, no Way Home if you haven't caught that yet, and the videos of us on Rumble. But with all that said, uh, welcome back, by the way. It's good to have you back, David the Artist. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, let's start with the beginning. I always ask opening th- open, the initial opening thoughts first. What were your opening thoughts after having f- first getting out of Top Gun 2 Maverick with the other friend? What did you think of the movie at the beginning and how it started? Well, I went in thinking I was just seeing it for the friend and not really interested in myself, and I came out having loved it and really enjoyed it. Oh, so say that again slower? Break that up about the friend again? I thought I was going just for the sake of going, of visiting, uh, seeing the movie with a friend, with friend, and not really interested in the movie right. myself. Maybe I'd run it from the free library in a year or something. Right. And then uh, I came out of the movie, and the whole time during, I really enjoyed it and thought it was really good. So you just came because the other friend wanted to see it with you. Yes. I mean that they wanted to see it and bring you along. Yeah. And you didn't think you were you were going to like it or enjoy it, exactly. but then, but then when you, when you when the after you saw the whole thing, you actually ended up liking it somewhat. Yeah, all That's throughout, good. and especially at the end. Yeah. That's good. That's really good to hear. So you ended up actually liking a movie that you weren't sure you're gonna like once going into it. Um, yep. What did you think of that whole opening with the whole him doing that space G's and people, and the other officers being upset that he did all that stuff? It's like a space space thing in the beginning. What did you think of that? Yeah, I mean it was typical Tom Cruise uh, stunt ego attitude, and they didn't really make it clear what it was going to help that their department was going to be shut down or what department it was. It was kind of vague, but you know you get the idea. It's just an excuse. The story sets up a MacGuffin excuse so he can do some ego. What would you say? The best well, stuff. You know? Speaking of that, speaking of that, what would you say the actual MacGuffin is in this actual movie? What do they use as the MacGuffin? Uh, MacGuffin is just to get Tom right. Cruise himself in there. He wants to be the teacher. Now they gotta right. They, well, they were trying. To do it yeah, it's so thirty-six years later. They're trying to find a way for Tom Cruise's character Pete Maverick to be the uh, tutor or instructor of a new class of younger ones. That was the whole idea. They had to get him back somehow to teach them. I guess younger. Val Kilmer was always pulling the strings to yeah. pull for him. Otherwise yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah. He was. Val, yes, absolutely correct. The Val, yeah, 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 yeah. Val yeah. Kilmer was trying to pull the strings to keep Tom Cruise from. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah that's pretty much. That's pretty much. He's holding him into the service. Now, have you? Did you ever get it? Did you ever see the original from '86 or no? Yeah, I saw it back in the day with a friend when I was. Okay. Whatever, uh, having time seen the new one recently, the sequel, 36 years later, um, do you like them about the same, or did you like one more than the other? I think I like the newer one uh, better, but I have to go back and rewatch the okay. first one again. Okay. Rewatching things and things again. Okay, great. Um, what did you think of Just the good music? Of course. Oh yeah, let's get let's go into that part next. What did you think about the music of this movie? This movie, the music held me the entire movie long. I was so never. The, would you say the music was really well done? 
Yeah, throughout, I, mean, I, throughout I, the I was enjoying day. the music the whole time. Yeah. I just kept realizing and the, when hey, the movie. Well, yeah, very. Yeah, I the was music, very aware of it. Oh, good. Yeah, that's great about the music because, like, the first title. song, the first day song they did when the music started was the same song from the original. The um, Danger Zone was that first song being played, yeah. and uh, you know, and I think it's Hans. Hans Zimmer did part of the music, right? Or no, I'm not sure. He did a lot of other movies. But in any case, the music was really well done. No, yeah, I don't know if he did this one. But the music in this movie, like you said, in all the different parts, the music was well done. I, I, I lose track because Zimmer did a lot of movies, but not necessarily all of them. But um, yeah, the music was definitely well done. What did you make of the, the new class of younger uh, cadets, the new younger, the, guy, the, the people that Tom Cruise's character is? Um... You were right. Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh, oh, oh yeah! Hans Zimmer, I am right. Oh good! I, I hate when I'm wrong about things. Thank you, thank you. Thanks for confirming. Uh, and also, and then it ended with the Lady Gaga song at the end. Um, what did you think of his the the, the 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 new the young people, the new class of? I thought that they're coming out of a mold. They just make them so perfect, just like the first movie, you know. Which was unrealistic, right? It's not very much not, so. Very unrealistic. <laughs> Nothing realistic about this movie. Yeah. You just get a taste of what military life is like. You know, you get a, a little bit of respect for the those who serve a little bit more, a little bit differently. Right. How much they have to go through, how much they have to. So when you themselves. saw it with that other friend recently, at what point during watching it did you knew that hey, I, I kind of like some of this. I kind of like this. When did you, at what point did you know that it, it wasn't a waste to go see it? Like when did you know you actually felt something for it? The only part that made me doubt was Tom Cruise's introduction in the beginning. I was not into that, but the regular movie itself was all up and running. That's an interesting thought because I actually liked when he did that uh, at the beginning. Uh, him, the man himself. I thought that was great that he welcomed the audience back to see movies again like this and that they made sure he made sure that it came out theatrically and not through Paramount+. Plus. I thought I loved that part and you didn't so much. So I like the different opinions about that kind of thing. Yeah, I didn't feel like I had enough intellectual information to be worth the time for him to have talked to us. He was just kind of saying a general hello and, you know, no big deal. We were already back to movies by the time it plays. You know, they can't control when it gets released and all that's that. True. It's a that is, out of sync. That's true. Well, no big deal. I get that. Understood. I get what you're saying with that, and yet even though that's true, I still li I still ah, like that he did it. Why did you like it? Yeah. And I, and I like that you have a different opinion about it. I would have liked, you know, you know how you saw these extra features at the end of a movie, you get inside information, something more like that, you know, something yeah. to look for in the movie right. that might have been like, you know, a hidden or a secret or something we wouldn't notice on our own right. even when we're looking right at it he could have pointed out to us something like that would be special to tell us at the beginning right so you're saying that he told us that it was going to be on theoretically on TV no no, no 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 I'm saying is that I'm, no I'm saying that Paramount when they were making this movie they didn't want to wait for a theatrical release. They were, they were going to try to put it on yeah. Paramount, the, whatever the Paramount Plus that feature, yeah, the, whatever the Paramount Plus uh, platform is. And he held it back Tom, himself? And instead, Tom Cruise, was that? You're saying Tom Cruise himself held it to be a movie. Him and a few other people, whoever else, made sure that it would only come theatrically first. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And, they, and that was the right choice. And they, a lot of people saw it, good at the box office. Like we just said recently but from the trivia we looked at, it was the first, this is the very first Tom Cruise movie to make a billion at the box office, so he's doing something right. And like you, I know you like your Doctor Strange and Marvel and all that, but it's like I'm not really into Marvel. So this is actually the first, not the first, but it's one movie that's not a quote unquote. It's not a, it's a non-comic book movie to do really well. Because usually the ones that do really well with that kind of money are like comic book ones, Marvel, what have you. But this one is the first, not the first, but one of the non non-comic book type movies to do really well. Like now, this. let me ask you a question. Sure, sure. In terms of Tom Cruise being in any movie as the movie star, with his background knowledge from audience's point of view, 
how does it be that this movie can be so successful with him in it, and yet the movie before that was about horror or mummies or oh the mummy of, the mummy why one why does he fail in one movie and he's so good in another well, movie the mummy if it's not him then what is it that makes the movie appealing that's, and successful or that not? was that's a good question so the mummy one was about 2017 they were trying to remake the mummy with him and whatever this, what else whatever they, whatever they were doing the people really didn't want that whatever that mummy remake stuff was they don't want that they want to see him do well I mean I don't I don't know much about the mummy one but try to rephrase the question again is Tom Cruise successful period as an actor or does it have to be the right amount of co-stars the right amount of Sets or well, rock of 2010. Well, that's a good question. That's a good question. Well, 2010, 2010's Rock of Ages, which he's which he's a musician in that movie or something. The Rock of Ages didn't do very well. He had a few different movies that didn't do so well. It's just that I don't know what is. I don't know what he's doing after the Mission Impossible ones because he's working on Mission Impossible Next to come out. But which, by the way, I like seeing the teaser trail for that for yeah. the right the last teaser before they show the end of the credits. But um, I'm not the right person to answer that, answer that question. All I know is is that. He, he knows for the most part, Cruz knows for the most part what the audience wants to see. So he has an idea. He wants to entertain the audience with his stunts and all. So, but for whatever reason, Mummy and a few other movies were going to be kind of like duds. But they, but otherwise, you know, action and just his, the way he entertains people is, um, it's hard to explain, but it's hard. It's a hard question to fully answer for that one. Yeah. Just curious. Yeah. So... What else? What else? Uh, what else about the movie have we not? So we said the music we really liked. We I'm liked curious. The, sure. Can you review for me about yeah. Val Kilmer, his real life versus the movie representation? Sure. So in sure, that's a good question. So in real life, unfortunately, more recently in real life, he has a throat cancer. So the throat cancer is affecting his ability to, I guess, you know, speak at all. Did he and smoke? To, is it cigarettes? I don't know whether he smoked or not. But the that's throat cancer is really bad. In real life, he actually has the throat cancer. But yeah, so the only two pe- the only two people to come back from the original are Tom Cruise's character and Val Kilmer in that little cameo. Like they showed the pictures and stuff, but then they had the little heart heartwarming close. We'll get to her. We'll get to her in a little bit. We're going to Val Kilmer first. Okay. So, trying to answer your question, in real life, unfortunately, in real life, Val Kilmer has the throat cancer, but Tom Cruise and whoever else really wanted him to still be part of the new one, the sequel, uh, Top Gun: The Maverick, from 36 years later. So, even though unfortunately he has really bad health conditions and stuff, including throat cancer in real life, in the movie they had that scene together. We're in that same room and. And then Tom Cruise answers back to his question, "Don't don't ruin the moment. Don't ruin this." And then so it's like yeah, the people better. when everybody saw that little scene with him and Val Kilmer's character, him coming back for that, it was so like, oh wow, this is you. You didn't know you're going to come into a movie and have that kind of feeling from it. So does that kind of answer it a little bit? Yeah, definitely. Thank okay, you. good. Yeah, because uh, he was in you know the Batman movie with Val Kilmer, and then he was in the the Mars movie with the right, rover right. and the woman from Matrix. And after that, I just saw like random, you know, news junk and the, you know, you know, insider information about movie stars that we don't really need, you know, gossipy stuff. And right. Was like he well, was getting way at some point. At some point in his at some point in his life, he got throat Why cancer and some other throat cancer, whatever other kind of health conditions. But even though he had that, I'm glad they, that they were somehow able to get his physical self yeah. in the movie with that little that that really pretty neat, pretty pretty terrific scene. Yeah. Uh, since you just mentioned right after Val with the um, 
Jennifer. We'll get to that in a sec because in the fir- they didn't bring back the, the love interest from the first movie. Like they didn't ask her back. So in the first movie, they make a reference to this new female character. Um, I, by the way, I like her in uh, well. I like her physically, uh, attractive wise. She's very physically appealing, Jennifer Connelly. She's in a lot of other movies that you may have seen, and uh, she's supposed to be. She was mentioned really briefly in the first movie, but um, I spoke about this with another friend, and they didn't really give her much to do. Like she's not like you could take her out of the movie, and it would still be the same movie, movie if she was taken out of that little part she was in. I don't know. I think that she brought it to life with the bar scenes. Yeah, and, the bar scene. She did do a little bit. Yeah, she, with the bar scene. She connects scene. it to a humanity. You know, yeah. that there's somebody she for did him do to it, die and she, not get back to him so you can be sad that he's yeah. in danger even though yeah, you know she it's did a movie. Do a bit. Yeah, she she did, still pulls your emotional triggers. She did so, She did some good stuff with the, the bar scene. And yeah. then her daughter ties into it because, you know, she's like, don't break my mom's heart again. Oh, yeah, I remember when she said so that. It's yeah. All, yeah. You know, they got to give you the emotional part. It can't just be all action adventure and you're yeah. just bored after a while. You know, you need the emotional breaks and get back to it again to the action. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So I it was yeah, well done. It was, it's I like generic. It's predictable. I mean, right. I like done before. Yeah, I like that they did well the. Um, I like that Tom Cruise made sure they did the practical effects for real and not from a green screen. Yeah. So when you see everybody in their uh, plane, uh, plane things up in the sky, you could tell that they were really doing it and not for fake. Because I hate how many, so many movies fake things. You know, or give you a false education when you try yeah, to learn about it, or get exposed to an idea that you're not familiar with. Right, exactly. So now you, men- you learn right. Now you mentioned you're a Star Wars fan. Well, also also Star Trek. But the the thing that some people saw possibly maybe is that, as far as the climax of the mission at the end of uh, Top Gun Maverick, that they're kind trying they're maybe doing an homage to the Star Wars of the ending of the first New Hope. Possibly maybe. Yeah, the trench run and, and got to hit a tiny of, little target with a yeah. shot. Yeah, and speaking of that, did you also? Oh yeah, the shot. Of, oh, yeah, yes, exactly. Then also the other thing was, like the first movie, the first movie had the volleyball scene. They made a homage to that in the sequel. I'll be doing it a football scene instead of volleyball. And that vo- that 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 um, football scene, Tom Cruise said had to make many cuts till he got it just how he liked it. Because I like how he's a perfectionist and doesn't put out a movie until every single scene of every movie is done the way he wants to do it. Yeah, I don't know too much about him behind the scenes. There's yeah. a lot of areas you can go over if you want yeah. to talk about, you know. Yeah. Depends. The, the alien the, religion thing. Yeah, it depends on what the movie or the. Or, yeah. you know, well, like I don't file. care. I don't know, like I'm not. I don't. I'm not thrilled about all this Scientology, whatever that yeah, thing he says. I'm not thrilled with that personal part. But like, for me, for both Michael Jackson and Tom Cruise, I don't listen to Michael Jackson or watch Tom Cruise to, for about their personal business. I go to hear or see their entertainment yeah, of, of what they put out. But That's yeah, what I like what, it yeah, it's like whatever they, whatever it is in their personal business, it's whatever. But it's not, but but entertainment wise, that's what I listen and watch for. Yeah, unless it's really bad, I don't really want to know anything about the stars other than just see the entertainment. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I, you know, yeah, exactly. So... But since they do tell us so much about it, it does make you wonder, because you always hear it anyway. Yeah. Now, I'm a big Bat... Yeah, now, a little off-sidetrack, but I'm a big Batman fan, so I thought if you... If you if you rewatch the Chris Nolan trilogy when you get a chance, then I think that would also be a, a fun a fun uh, and a entertaining uh, podcast to uh, have the audience hear your thoughts and opinions on the Chris Nolan trilogy. Compared to the new Batman, and you can yeah you can compare it to the new one and too. Is the new Batman going to have legitimate sequels or just any old random next sequel? I think after it did well in March, I think after the Batman 2022 did well in March that they did a month or two after that Green Lantern sequel. It's supposed to be a trilogy, hopefully. That's They're, cool. But the sequel's not going to come out for a, a while now. But um, since, it'll be a good since, since it'll be a very short podcast if we did The Batman, what are your <laughs> brief, quick thoughts on The Batman 2022? 
um, I thought it was basically fine. I'm sure they did a ton of good work to make it and a lot of thought that made it interesting, but it wasn't necessarily enough to get so whooped up and excited about it just because it was good. It wasn't enough to be thinking about it after the movie. There weren't story uh, clues that weren't on that weren't, went unanswered that I'm thinking, ooh, that could be interesting or what happened with this. It was just kind of wrapped up. It was very well done, professional, clean, neat. You know, there's a couple of flaws. Like the first time they're in the back cave, you don't even hear the volume of the two actors talking. They were so low. It was like whispering. My big thing about it was that at three about, at about three hours long, that is way too long for a movie to be. Like, yeah, I, I didn't mind for the movies, time. Like, for movies, oh, you didn't mind it? No, I just wanted more mystery, more question marks. More, what was supposed uh, to be? What was suggestion. supposed? To, it was supposed to be a detective story. The way they did the. Yeah, so, I, I like it when it's an actual like, detective. Yeah, well, I, they, this is the the first one where yeah, there's so much detective stuff. So at least I had part of it like that, which is unlike the other movies. And what else? Other thing I liked was he's actually in the bad suit like ninety, at least ninety percent of the time. Like the movie, he's in the bad suit. Yeah. I don't like how he how he, his Bruce Wayne was necessarily. I don't like his Bruce Wayne, but he was in the movie in the bad suit for like ninety. Like, which is he's in the bad suit more than any other bat, bat movie I just think that it was kind of a little too dark the whole okay. way through that you could appreciate it and right. get to see it's it you dark. kind of feel like you saw like a bad version of it no matter which way you saw it and right. you now, what do you mean by dark anyway. do you mean like dark the theme wise yeah, hard, or, to see the, hard to see or the hard story to see hard things. to visually see it, oh yeah, yeah. yeah but it's, to it's, make it uh, out yeah. because you know they're yeah. talking and they're rushing around and yeah. you know it's going to be the general idea because it's just the yeah, you know, that, was a, that was a little quick thoughts about the Batman from this year. All just right. want to get too sidetracked. Back to the movie <laughs> itself. Top Gun Two. I don't. I, I can easily. We can easily get on attention on other stuff. But like, I thought Top the Top Gun was, was excellent. It was well done. I was going in feeling well. I'm just hanging out with a friend. I don't really want to see it. And I came out. So and the majority of words, during it, I could just tell so, this was well made. So, it was so, well, you, so well Top Gun Maverick. Does that mean throughout the entire movie you didn't fall asleep, no naps? No oh sleeping? no, I was oh, totally great. into so it. You're totally into it. Yeah, I was feeling like you know it was like a good episode of GI Joe. It's like a good, that's the way the next way of explaining it, like a good episode. And it is very to... idealistic and simplified, you know, it's not going to be realistic, but it gives you a good insight into the military. And like I said, you know, I was feeling a little bit of sentimentality and uh, respect for... For that Val Kilmer for, scene. For, for, no, yeah. for military oh, in for general, military for also, veterans. Yeah, for the actual Because, you know, itself, there's yeah. a lot to be said in all kinds of directions for that. On average, you know, you see that they have to know things and do a lot of hard work, and they have to give their whole life to this, and they have to be good at it. And you feel a little bit of pride. The movies always okay, carry that out. You're saying with the military itself, that part, those parts of the military parts, you like got the connection to as well. It gave me a drop of open-minded respect for the military versus being scared or right. insecure about who has weapons and what they're really doing with it. You know, the movie gives you ideas. Well, that's kind the of thing. Vibe. That's the thing, though. In this new movie, this sequel now. They don't really make it clear who the actual who the actual villain enemy is, the enemy villain. Like they they they, they kind of make you guess behind your head because they don't. Well, make they're that generalizing way. a few in general that they yeah. didn't want to pinpoint. They don't, they they don't, don't want. They don't want to political times yeah. can be changed by the time yeah, the they finish the movie. And they, yeah, the whole political correctness. And they have the wrong one. You know, yeah. you don't want to be specific. I have a that political stuff is a good point. So we're gonna take a quick commercial break now, and then I have a political question about the movie to ask in that mind since it reminded me of it. Thank you. We're gonna take a quick commercial break, and then we're gonna, we're gonna have some more thoughts and opinions of David the Artist on his view of Top Gun 2 Maverick. Last name Carousel, K-A-R-A-S-O-W. I mean, I, I, you don't, I mean, you don't have to tell them your last name, but okay. All right, I don't know. Unless we want to promote your artwork later on or something. If you... <clears throat> If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me explain. Basically, it is the easiest way to make a podcast possible with everything you need all in one place. Here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. 
So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify, with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place that you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. I personally have been enjoying creating original and memorable podcasts, which are listened to in over 50 different countries. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor application or go to anchor.fm to get started. You'll be glad that you did. And we are back talking about Top Gun 2 Maverick, the hit movie from the summer, end of May, beginning of June 2022. As you just mentioned that, since you just mentioned that political part early on, my next question related to that is... Did you or did you not find this movie to be woke? You know, wokeism, woke. Did you find Top Gun Maverick to be woke or not woke, in your opinion? It's interesting that you asked that. I did realize throughout the movie, especially from the middle down, that women were sticking kind of to secondary roles, and Tom Cruise, of course, is always going to be the star. Wait, which movie are we talking about? Tom Cruise. No, but which movie was it like that? The new Maverick. I didn't see Top it that Gun. way. The, the young female character was, oh, the other, one of the female character that's I'm in the cadet. about the military personnel, the pilot. She didn't get picked, and, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't being overly woke. It was just going with which the two white you, guys. Which, which scene are you talking about for? I'm which talking scene? about when they're going through the training and figuring out who's going to go on the main strike, the Star Wars and, trench run. And what happened with the female part of that? Say again. I'm simply saying that the movie stuck not to being woke, but to Tom Cruise, the white guy, and to the other white guy who's following up about his father dying in weren't the first there other, movie. Wait, weren't there other guys that were in that that weren't white? Yes, but the two main actors of the main of saving the day were two white males, and so that's but, kind but, of generic. That's kind of non-woke, but it was okay. I mean, I mean there were they, there were still other ethnicities outside of the those two. Oh woke yeah, guys, they though. included lots of extras or extra bit parts or a little bit more than extras, but they really were basically just focusing on the two male white guys as the man and the main. Oh, okay, I see. I hear you. Main provokers I, I hear, and successors okay. of the story. If that's how it was for you, it was that okay. Um, were there any, uh, we went through the music. We went through the climax. We went through the space part. We went through some of the uh, the cadets, the young, young the younger class. We talked about the bar. We talked. I, I mentioned about the homage to the from from the volleyball to the football. Um, yep. uh, we talked. It, we connected it to Star Wars. We we connected it to. Um, yeah, you had. You actually came in finding you actually enjoyed it more than you thought you would. Is there anything about this movie that we haven't yet talked about? Yeah, a lot more enjoyed. Okay, what? A lot more enjoyed. A lot more enjoyed. That's good. Were there any other parts of this movie that we have not yet covered to talk more about in some more detail? What other part of the movie stood out to you? I thought that the, the funeral for Val Kilmer was a little bit unnecessary. It could have been just as easy as a line of dialogue. It didn't quite do anything for me to have a literal funeral scene. I, yeah, I don't, I don't think they should have killed him off. No, they, they could have let him go, but they could have had it with a line that was helpful. It's like a line, a little, or... a little like um, trans, 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 um, uh, uh, segue, a little line of something instead of it that whole. It could have been a phone call. Always yeah. in the hospital if you want to visit him or something yeah. like that. And, and then Tom Cruise would be like, "Hey, I'll be there." You know? So they didn't really. So what you're saying was like they didn't really need that funeral part, right? I don't. I didn't feel like that scene fit in with the rest of the movie or was quite necessary. It just felt kind of like I was waiting for that part to go to be over. It didn't feel. I didn't buy into it because I know the actor's still alive and 
he was healthier now, enough when they showed him a moment ago in the movie. It's okay. Just, now, I, I, I didn't quite feel you. that was you. necessary. I don't know. Got you. Extra. Now, that, I hear that, that's well a good, done and all. That's but. a good point. Now, knowing that you like sci-fi, I just like a little, I like a little bit sci-fi, but not all of it. First, sci-fi wise, have you ever seen X, X Machina? I think I might have seen it, but I didn't really recall too much. I didn't get into it too much. Okay, you didn't get. Okay, okay. Though. Yeah, that was a more recent one. And what about T one or T two? Terminator one or two? Yeah, I saw all the Terminators many times. Okay, so how about including the TV show Sarah Connor? Which oh yeah, the, the TV good. show. So, so we agree that we that you should review the Chris Nolan trilogy of Batman movies because I could really like to hear your thoughts and opinions on the Dark Knight trilogy after you rewatch those again. So, and and do you do you have enough of memory about T one and T two to talk about that? Sure. I just okay. watched T one uh, last week. Okay, great. So we're gonna start wrapping up the Top Gun stuff, Top Gun Maverick, then we can get the uh, Terminator stuff right after. Yeah, it's interesting to see how Arnold Schwarzenegger changes his take on the Terminator character throughout the different movies. Bless you. Wait, say the, the different. Say it again. The different. Like Schwarzenegger one? playing the Terminator robot in the first movie, he's a lot more casual and just a guy. Moving in, in that. Well, he plays the second he's one only, through the he's rest only of them. Bad, he's only bad. He's only bad. He's only bad in the first movie. I'm talking about I, him playing to be a robot. Oh yeah, that's what, me versus too. Versus being just a guy acting. Oh, I'm saying, like, I think he he's played, a lot more free and he, loose as a regular guy. He played guy the part well in the first we're, one. We're gonna get more into but all the those second one on down. He's more robotic. Right, I get what you're saying. I'm saying we'll I'm more like details about it. Rewatch. I hear you. More details about that in a sec. We'll get into that. But personally, one more thing about that though. I really think they should have ended it at the end of T2 because that's how James Cameron like they closed the story off of T2 but of course 12 years later what do we got T3 because you know that was going to happen but anyway so we're going to be talking about uh, the t- first two Terminator movies next um, do you want it to just be T1 and just T2 or do you want it to be a combination of talking about both talk about the whole thing if you want Whole thing at once? Yeah, the whole okay. Terminator comp. We can take them to time travel as far as you want to go. I'm just saying that I think they should have never done this stuff after the second one, is what all I'm saying. Interesting. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, so we could just talk about, should I just talk about title it that it's T1 and T2 in the same title? Sure. Okay. Also, the second one was my favorite, by the way. I love all the motorcycle that, stuff. That's why we're definitely going to talk a lot about the second one. For yeah, sure. That kid actor was great for that. He was yeah. Really well, he yeah. Was great so before we conclude, then. The youngster. Right, I get you. So before we, and please, when you get a chance, review the Batman Begins, Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises so we can talk about about the Chris Nolan trilogy at some point. So with all that said, to ra- start wrapping this one up, uh, any any final thoughts about Top Gun 2 Maverick before I ask you the grade and rating of it? Yeah, I was trying to figure out if, if Tom Cruise looked his natural age or if he was airbrushed over. He looked younger and older at different points during the movie. You thought, he, you thought his age? Especially compared his, to the introduction that he spoke th- in the movie theater, he looked a little older then and then he looked a lot you younger during the movie. You said his age, it looked like his age varied? Yeah, sometimes he looked like I thought they were playing the old past reels of when he was younger from 20 years ago. Okay. Or other times that's it seems inter- like it was the president that's again, he's older. That's actually an interesting observation. Very yeah, I, was, interesting. I was having trouble trying to figure out, like, does he look younger? Is it my right. inability to tell if he's older or that younger when inter- he looked like before? That was an interesting observation. I'm not familiar, right. but... I that's think when he gave his introduction speech, so he definitely looked older than the actual well, movie, so it's a little bit actual, later that they filmed that's, that. That's actually an interesting observation. Um, if you had to, uh, having seen this very recently with the other friend, if you had to grade or rate Top Gun 2 Maverick, what would you give this as a grade rating-wise? I would say, uh, coming out of it, I would have said A+, because I was all hyped up and reeling, enjoying the music, enjoying the, the action scenes, you know. And then looking back after a little bit of time, I maybe ground downgrade to like a B, B plus. So it's staying up there pretty good. I would probably see, be willing to see it again if I. Ran you said it. I, you said either you, I thought you want to see it again. You, you see it again because you enjoyed it. You said either a B, either a B or a B plus. 
only after time. Doing it at the end of the movie in the theater, I would have just said A plus because I was all but adrenaline. You're gonna, you're gonna lean down towards a B. Get my adrenaline going. You're gonna lean down towards a B B plus. Looking back a little bit later on, I go down to like a B plus. B, B or B plus. Okay. Oh, running watch again someday. And uh, B or B plus. And what would you give it of a, a star rating? Same thing, you know. Uh, Same, a is like five, and B is gonna so, be like four, four okay. three and a half. All right. So I'll these were um, having uh, <laughs> David the artist recently saw. David the artist recently saw Top Gun 2 Maverick. That's our, his quick little thoughts and opinions about that. With all that said, there's really not too much too much to say about this more recent new movie. So tune in to tune in to the next episode, same bad channel, same bad time, where we're gonna be talking about. David, the artist, and I will be talking about Terminator 1 and 2 thoughts and opinions. So catch that out next, and we will see you in, uh, yeah, top, in the Terminator. And he's going to review the Batman trilogy, Chris Nolan's Batman trilogy, when he gets a chance. So sure. support your local movie theater. Yes, thank you. Support your local movie theater. Support your local movie theater so we can still have movies watching in the 2030s because streaming is just not the same. And this has been friend and co-host... David, the artist. Oh, and by the way, before I close out, if anybody else wants to become a, 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 a if anybody else wants to become a co-host or guest for the podcast, contact me, and we'll make it. We'll make you to be a further new co-host to keep this program running a lot That's longer. That's great, man. Good for you. I hope so. We'll, we'll see what happens. I want to yeah, grow. Nice I want to grow. The, yeah, I want to grow the audience size. So if anybody's interested, contact me somehow, and we'll. Opportunity yep. for some personalities to express themselves. Yeah, more personalities for more colors, definitely. I think that would be really a great way to grow it and keep it going like that. So thank you. So this has been friend and co-host David the Artist. Artist Q71. Oh, 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 you wanted to... Okay, uh, David, yeah, real quick. David the Artist wanted to promote his art website. www... Hey, say it loud so everybody can hear. Yep, www.arthq71.com. Thank you. Okay, and say it slower one more time for everybody. David, by the way, obviously he's called the artist, David the artist. He's got some really incredible, really, um, really uh, cool uh, artwork that you should check out. You can cut and maybe hopefully buy some art from him and give the audience listeners the uh, website for that art website again one more time, please. It's Alien Cityscapes on www.arthq71.com. What cityscape? What did you just say? Alien Cityscapes. What are Alien Skillyscapes? That's the majority of what my website is. It's all digital photography, collage, cut up, duplicated, shrunken, enlarged. That's extra details. That, that's extra about that part. Just say the actual actual website. Don't confuse people too much. Yeah. The website again is one more time. It's www.arthq71.com. And that, that's how to get to his art website. You heard a few times. So with all that said, we'll see you in the Terminator discussion. Thank you. You're welcome. With all that, that's just, and that's all for now. This has been. David the Artist and, wait, wait, Every, everybody dance and have a good time, everybody dance and have a good time, one more time, everybody dance and have a good time, this is David the Artist, friend and co-host David the Artist and Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC, signing out till Terminator.